Hello and welcome to another episode of the HFL show brought to you by Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Ald. On this week's podcast, we'll hear from Brecon City manager Andy Kirk, Deverin Vale's top goalscorer Dane Ballard and Scott Barber from table-topping Fraserburgh. But first of all, let's look back at last weekend's action. The main word used was waterlogged pitch as many games were called off. There was bad news in the Scottish Cup for Brewer Rangers and Rothes, both losing by a goal to nil to Dalbiti Star and Albion Rovers respectively. Devrim Vale booked their place in the first round of the Highland League Cup, overcoming Lossiemouth by four goals to three on penalties. Devrim Vale scoring a last-minute equaliser to force the game into spot kicks. Only three games took place in the league at the weekend. Nairn County drew 1-0 at home to Clach. Inverurie beat Huntley by two goals to one at Harlaw Park. And Brecon City were 7-3 winners at home to Strathsby Thistle. That's where we're going to start at this week's podcast and I'm delighted to say uh, joining us on the line now is Brecon City boss Andy Kirk. Andy, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How's yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Always good to speak to a, a fellow Jambo um, <laughs> at, at any point of the day. Andy, of course, you're at Brecon City now. Um, you guys were involved in quite an epic game uh, last weekend, um, beating Strathspey Thistle by, by seven goals to three. Um, I did notice that Strathspey went into a 2-0 lead. Talk us uh, through the, the game on Saturday because it had everything, didn't it? Yeah, it had everything. And, um, as I said, as a supporter, you come to games looking, to, looking for some entertainment. So we, we definitely gave that to the, the fans on Saturday. But yeah, listen, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, a great start to the game. Um, a couple of bits of poor defending and uh, to be fair to Strathspey, they capitalised at, at that time. But... You know, we we got ourselves back into the game pretty quickly. Um, you know, got back to two each. They go three two down, and before half time, we're back to four three. So it was it was a bit of a a bit of a strange game. I think you know, Strathspey had been up the pitch three times in the in the first half and, and scored three goals. So you know, credit to them for that. But you know, a lot of credit to our players for for bouncing back pretty quickly. Yeah, the, the win is the most important thing and, and albeit you scored seven goals in the process as well so so quite some tally. Um, Andy, it's been a good run in the last uh, couple of weeks or so for you guys. I mean, that's a bit of momentum that you're starting to build now. Yeah, I think we have I think our last sort of ten competitive games with one nine so we're, we're, we're pretty happy with that. As I say, every, every week we're trying to we're trying to improve on a lot of aspects of our game. You know, it's it's, it's been a, a tough challenge um, from from the start of the season. We when I took over in June, we had three players. You know, so mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a tall order to try and to get a squad together. And there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes, um, on and off the pitch, which is which is great. Um, you know, and it, it throws up challenges when you when you have a new squad of players. You know, trying to build relationships with with players on the pitch and you know, what's the best starting eleven, different combinations within that within that team. You know, so that there's been a lot of challenges, but along the way we've we've, we've kept picking up results, and you know, and that's that's what it's all about, really. And in terms of that, the squad you've managed to assemble just now, you've got 
I mean, what I love about your squad is you've got a little bit of everything, haven't you? I mean, obviously, we we mentioned off here Gary Wood, who knows the league so well. You've brought in a couple of experienced players, certainly at um, you know in the senior setup, the likes of David Cox, Ian Davidson. But you've got some really um, some and well cracking young players. I mean, the Max Kuchiarevi, uh from St Johnston really catches the eye every time. I mean, you've got a a lot bit of everything in that squad. into November now um, it's been a really hectic start to the season there's been a lot of games with all the different competitions and of course the league as well in terms of the, the experience so far of the Highland League of course Brecon City uh, being involved in the league for the very first time in their history how have you found the, the league experience so far? Because um, no doubt there'll be a lot of players on that bus going up to Wick that have never been up to Wick before. You know all these little kind of, um, I suppose, quirks of the of the league. That that's what it's all about. Um, in terms of this season, obviously, I mean, you mentioned project there as well. Uh, interesting. We we spoke um, earlier with uh, Fraser Bra's uh, attacker Scott Barber, and of course Fraser Bra the side to beat at the, at the top of the league at the moment. But in terms of the um, the overall aims of the season. 
I'm assuming that it's you know to try and get promotion at the first time of asking or certainly compete at the top and try and win win honours. You're on your travels this weekend, Andy. You're away to Clacknacudden uh, in Inverness. Um, what have you be? What have you kind of made of of Clack this season? That aside that, that caused the likes of Fraserburgh problems on their own park a few uh, weeks ago. Um, they they're a side that have put a good run together earlier in the season, and they're always a side that will cause teams problems. What have you made of Clack this season? Andy, thanks again for your time. Uh, enjoy your, your trip to uh, Inverness. You'll be a well-travelled man by the, the, the end of the season, that's for sure. Um, Andy, appreciate your time and, uh, and all the very best on Saturday and uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks very much, Ian. Appreciate that. Let's chat Devon Vale now with uh, a man who's been in amongst the goals this season. Unfortunately, missed out uh, at the weekend uh, due to isolation in the one-all draw with Lossy Mouth and Devon Vale won on penalty kicks, as we all know. Uh, Dane Ballard, Dane, how you doing? I'm fine, Ian. Thanks, yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You're obviously uh, still locked up in isolation. Um, you tested positive for, for COVID last week. Um, I'm assuming all was well now. Yeah, your isolation period, as you mentioned off here, comes to an end on Friday. Um, I'm assuming that'll be great news uh, for, for Craig uh, to, to get you involved in Saturday in some stage. And um, It was funny, we were talking off here about when you'd be able to, to play next, but I'm assuming you're uh, you're raring to go and, and, and get involved in, in some stage at the game on Saturday. Uh, isolation so we can get involved again so 
like I say, feeling a bit better now, so start of trying to get in a couple of homework each and that to gauge kind of how it's affecting me so far so good. So hopefully man squeeze another couple in before the weekend and be as fit as possible for Saturday. In terms of that isolation period, I've been in it myself. I don't know what your your kind of personal circumstances are like. I mean, has it been has it been okay for you uh, in that kind of isolation period? I know that I just couldn't wait to get out of the house because I had four kids running under my feet and I was desperate to get out. But what's it been like for yourself? Quite similar. I have two two young daughters, so you can imagine it's total chaos. <laughs> they were actually tested positive the the day after, so they are obviously it's a big shock to them. They, being able to get out of the house to see people or go and play or that, so it's been pretty, pretty wild, pretty tough to keep them amused this past week or so. Aye, that's where the likes of, um, I don't know what age, ages your, your kids are, but I know that uh, like Disney Plus and Netflix, they're worth their weight in gold, uh, especially when you come into isolation periods like uh, we've just been through. Uh, Dane, as you mentioned there, you were you were gutted to, to miss out on the, the game at the weekend, no doubt you were keeping tabs on it. Devon Vale uh, got through to the first round, I was going to say second round, but of course it was the prelim at the weekend, the first round of the Highland League Cup. Um, no doubt you were you were following the, the progress of the game, a game that went all the all the way to penalties and it, it required a, a last uh, a last minute equaliser and there was a sending off. There was all lots of drama, but I'm I'm assuming that you've kept up with the chat with your teammates from Saturday. Oh, I was keeping I was keeping an eye on the, the WhatsApp chats and the Twitter updates, so you would say second half was getting a bit there wasn't a, a lot of updates coming so started started to get a bit worried and then Everything just kind of hit it once towards the end of the second half. Got the goal, sending off, and then penalties. I was actually having to keep up to date with losses to her to see how the pens was going. And thankfully, they managed to sneak it over the line. There's one thing about um, social media that I detest, and it's following a penalty shootout on, on Twitter. It's just that's even worse than being at the ground. Uh, so I can I can share your, your pain there. It obviously it was very different the week before that because you played Lossie in a double header. You beat them six 0 You scored two goals as well. So a lot of people expected uh, Devon Vale to, to win the game. Obviously they did on penalties, but but Lossie were were obviously a tough nut to crack on on Saturday. Um, in terms of the, the last couple of weeks and in, indeed the season so far, Dane, it's obviously been a, a good one for yourself personally. How have you, what have you made over the uh, what have you made of the season so far for yourself and Devon Vale? I think it's been some stuff's been really good, and uh, there's obviously been a couple of downs. Uh, we're a tough start. We've played all the so-called now it's all the so-called bigger teams at the start. Uh, didn't do too well, although some of the performances were good. We just couldn't, uh, couldn't get a point on the board, really, but with a good win at Nairn. Uh, in recent weeks, okay, we've had, again, we've had played some really good stuff, uh, even against Rothis the first half, uh, Forest the whole game, and I don't know, two games far, we could only we could only take a point for it, but I think uh, last week at Lossy, I the 6-0 game, I just, it was just everything clicked, everything uh, we've been pushing for the last few weeks and we maybe hadn't got the rewards. 
everything just fell into place and I think we were due that big win. It was a, an emphatic win as well and sometimes you get that impression, don't you, when you see a team, I mean, uh, in terms of well, even Ross County last week, they were in 5 now, and I know a lot of people have been saying it's been coming for weeks, but you get the impression that what you work on in terms of uh, training, etc., some team's going to get a, a doing at some point, and Lossie got a doing uh, last week. I've spoken to your manager, Craig Stewart, a number of times on the podcast, and um, obviously when he got the job, and, and recently a few uh, weeks ago as well, in terms of how he... Um, you know how he's kind of taken over the the side in the last wee while or so, and how he's getting on. Enjoying working under under Craig because it it seems from the outside looking in that you know you guys are starting to make good progress. I love love working under Craig. Even back when he was a assistant, came with a we got on well and being at expect of himself. Again, he's always looking uh, at me and uh, my performance and goals and everything and. Then I'll be chat here now if I need this. So no, he's the the main man. The boys, the boys all get on well. The boys uh, take everything they hang on more. Take everything they're saying on board, and I think that's just now starting to even the new guys that came in they've settled, and now we're starting to see the rewards of it. And as a striker as well, you're into to double figures for goals this season. Um, obviously something is uh, working. Uh, what you're doing, you know, on the on the park, and obviously, you know, yourself finding the back of the net, but the service that you're you're getting as well, um, you know, things are clicking into place, and I'm assuming I'm assuming that that relationship you've got uh, with Craig and the rest of your teammates is benefiting you as well. Hi, right, big thing. Uh, like like to say, some previous performances we've been playing well, and just maybe that final final. Ball, final pass, whether it was for myself or somebody else putting on a team in the end, maybe, maybe the wrong decision was made and it wasn't quite coming, but as you can see yourself the last, the last few weeks, that that's totally changed and we're finally being a bit more decisive and clinical, we're final, in the final third and uh, thankfully uh, I'm usually there in a great place to add to my tally. So it's for Martin for you guys away on Saturday, and I'm assuming that it's just waiting for that uh, that isolation period to lift, and you'll be uh, ready to go. Uh, no doubt the rest of your teammates will be delighted to see you back as well. And and given the fact that you've had you know a couple of good results over the last couple of weeks or so, you, you'll go into this game with for Martin full of confidence. Yeah, I think I think uh, again, it's maybe changing when we start maybe previous seasons. Maybe heads are doing from a kind of play, especially the so-called bigger teams. And maybe think it's we're up against it. But I think this season, although we've maybe not gotten the results, but some of the performances I think we do. Well, I'm now believing we can go and uh, take a scalp or go and get our results. So I personally missed the last from our game, the, the semi-final, uh, with a rib injury, which was got out of it. So. Touch wood, if we're feeling okay on Saturday, and can try and get in that park and get, get another one. Dane, I really appreciate your time, especially uh, during your kind of isolation period. Although, you know, no doubt with a, a house full of young kids as well, I know that you'll be, you know, just keen to get a, a, a some time to yourself and, and talk about football for uh, 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, but uh, yeah, all the very best uh, in terms of getting your your recovery. 
and uh, and all the very best for Saturday in the season ahead, Dane. Okay, delighted to welcome onto the podcast now, Fraser Bras, Scott Barber. Scott, how are you doing? I'm neighbor, how are you still? Yeah, I'm good, mate, I'm good. Um, no game at the weekend for you guys, but you were, I'm led to believe, rubbing shoulders with footballing royalty in the form of uh, Ray Parler. Fraser Bras had a, a sportsman's dinner at the weekend. Uh, I had a business lunch on Friday, so it was a, good, it was a couple of days now Ray Parler of course was a bit of a midfield maestro in his, in his day um, part of the Arsenal Invincibles but I tell you what Scott I don't think Ray Parler would get into this uh, Fraserborough team at the moment <laughs> I think I think a few students are down Friday like a joke. <laughs> it's it's true. I don't think you would. Um, Scott, you guys are you guys are flying just now. Uh, spoke to one of your teammates, Ryan Cowie, a few weeks ago as well, and uh, and I mean it has been a real good season for you guys. T- talk to us about the the season so far because I mean obviously you've had a few down moments as well because there was obviously a couple of cup defeats there that you would have you know liked to have gone uh, the other way. But in terms of your league form, you've been pretty dominant this season. Well, I answer, can you see, can you take yourself to game, game by game, it's a good start, yeah, I've said that along, it's a good start, and um, yeah, it's still a long way to go, um, as I said, we've been back, we've been really poor in the cups, and Tuesday is our, is our way around, and usually we're, mm-hmm. we're pretty good at going in. We did win a cup final last season, it started the last season, so it's like, they've actually won a cup at the same time but it's weird again but no like you know what I'm going to be on there at the weekend and we're just to go game by game that's what we're doing like yeah I mean I'm sure that you know you guys have got to focus on uh, focus on the, the job in hand and we are approaching well we're into November now uh, the tricky kind of months come into play now with what well, we saw last weekend a lot of games called off with the, the weather etc but it's so important to put points on the board early on, and that's what you guys are doing. I mean, you have been pretty rampant. You're unbeaten so far as we record this in terms of league football. It's, I mean, it, it is crucial to get the points on the board early on, isn't it? Oh, I definitely. I think a couple of years ago, we started to chase and brew, and, you know, they deserve to leave a couple of years ago. You're right, we're sure, but we're trying to chase them, and we're getting games postponed, and you're just try to chase the points it's fine for a, a change right now that we've actually got other points on board teams are trying to catch us again yeah because you guys have got a nine point gap at the moment obviously with a with a game in hand as well I know there's a couple of others I've got I think Broda I've got two games in hand uh, yeah. against you guys as well so there's obviously it, it's it, it's not easy to, to read into it but at the same time yeah. the pressure's on the other is on the chasing park if you like ah that's can you draw yeah, absolutely. Um, and in terms of, I mean, when things are going well on the pitch, things tend to be going well off the pitch as well. And, uh, you know, I think it was important for a few clubs at the weekend. I saw a few guys 
you know, out and about as well. It has been a very hectic season so far. We mentioned in, in jest, you know, that, that dinner on, on Friday night, but no doubt it was great to get together as a team and, you know, and have a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a, you know, a, a night out just to kind of get, get together and, because it has been a bit of a hectic start, but you guys are enjoying life on and off the pitch, it seems. Oh, I, it was, well, it's yeah, Scott, this weekend you're up against Rothis. Uh, up until a few weeks ago, it was yourself and Rothis who were the um, only unbeaten sides in the league. They lost to Rothis uh, two weeks ago. Sorry, they lost to Rothis. They lost to Brura Rangers uh, two weeks ago. Um, no doubt you'll be you'll be warned against Rothis this weekend because they're a side that are up at the top of the table as well and have caused you know uh, the likes of Bucky uh, and Breakin and Brora in the North of Scotland Cup final a lot of problems so far this season. Uh, you know, I definitely think they're up one, they're up the team's sustainable themselves with challenge, right? And they're a bit like us, a bit uh, stuck in and in the uh, right? In terms of Rothis himself, have you been impressed with uh, Rothis this season? I mean, they have been working very hard over the last couple of years to, you know, on the on the pitch, and they've, their their fortunes have improved. They won a trophy last season. Have you been in, impressed with Rothis over the last season or two? But in terms of Rothis this weekend, will no doubt you know pose you uh, a few problems. In terms of Fraserburgh, though, it's all about you guys, isn't it? You have to focus on. Uh, on your own football, your own game, and it's a home game for you as well. You know, a, a big three points could do, you know, could do what well, will do wonders for you in terms of the longer, the longer term, the bigger picture, um, and that's what you'll be concentrating on this weekend is your own football. Uh, I want to say, okay, well, Yeah, it's shaping up to be a cracker at the Bellsley on Saturday. Of course, you know, you guys have been, as I say, pretty dominant this season, but Rothis will be looking to uh, to no doubt put a spanner in the works. Scott, no doubt you'll be uh, looking forward to flying out the traps on, on Saturday after a fortnight off. Um, all the best this weekend and, and good luck for the rest of the season. Scott Barber and Fraserbra flying high at the top of the table. They, of course, will have one eye on winning the whole thing come the end of the season. One man who has won the Highland League title, he was Broder Rangers assistant manager at the time, Stuart Golabek. His podcast on Highland Football Weekly is available to listen to now. 
the former Brona Rangers and Clachman starred with Ross County and Cali Thistle. He actually won silverware with all four clubs just mentioned and you can catch his podcast on all your usual platforms, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Now, HFL show predictor time, Dave Edwards tops the table with four points, overtaking Tyrone Smith, who's on three points. Dave correctly predicted a one-all draw between Nairn and Clach, and also got a point for Vale Lossie drawing as well in the League Cup at the weekend. Well, taking part in the HFL show predictor this league is a man who, like myself, started his career with MFR, local lad, who's gone on to much bigger things and currently uh, presents the Drive Time show on MFR and indeed across the whole of Scotland on the network. It's Gary Spence, who's ably assisted by the big Saturday football show host, Stephen Mill. Thanks for having me, Ian. It's been a long time. I know as a fellow father of twins, you'll be just as much a mess as I am. Much more of a mess than you should be for your age. What with uh, three hours sleep at a time? Anyway, it's Gary Spence here. I'm on MFR every afternoon. Uh, Gone back years with Ian. And (laughs) obviously didn't know him well enough for him not to ask me to predict lots of football scores. So I've got Stephen Mill here, who's my weekday co-host. He does the Big Saturday Football Show as well on MFR. And uh, he found it even funnier than I did when I was asked to predict some football scores. This is going to be absolutely hilarious, by the way, because I asked Gary earlier on this week, who's even top of the Highland League, by the way? And he was like... Um, I know that Fort William are bottom. Yeah, but... The yeah. only people winning points right now when Fort William play are the people who bet on them not winning. So <laughs> here are my predictions for the games. Ian Ald and Highland Weekly listeners. <clears throat> Clark Nukadden v Brecon City. Now, I'm obviously going to side with Inverness's original and truest team. Okay. So, um, yeah, is it to, to predict the score or just... Yes. I, sc- I don't even take direction well. <laughs> Ian, you've got no idea the mesh you've got yourself involved in here. Right, 1-0 Clark. Okay. No, no idea of Brecon City's form. Brecon City are second in the table uh, and Clark and the Garden are ninth. Okay, well, I've, again, you know, I was pretty much a ferry boy. I've brought up in Dalney, so okay. I'm going 1-0 Clark. Uh, Fort William will lose against Keith. Keith's been on form. He's an absolute legend on that pitch and it's going to be 3-0 to Keith. Uh, Fraserburgh v Rothis. Now, they face off at the weekend and <laughs> it's going to be an interesting fight, but uh, I'm going to give it to Rothis. Okay, so just to sort of get you up to speed with this, Rothis are fifth in the table on 28 points. Fraserburgh are unbeaten so far this season, top of the league with 40 points. Which is why I think Fraserburgh are going to absolutely hammer <laughs> Rothis. Right, okay. 3-0. Uh, Huntley v Forest Mechanics. Again, I don't know the, the current form of either Phillies. 10th but... versus 11th. Okay, that's pretty... That's what you call evens then. Yeah. So um, I'm not at all out of my depth. Forest Mechanics, of course, when I drive past their stadia, I know that I'm closer to Inverness on that okay. horrendous drive. How What's does the score? How, how does it still take two hours to get from Aberdeen to Inverness in 2021? What's the score going to be? Uh, it's going to be... 2-1 to Forrest okay and I've not given you a draw yet so <laughs> although lossy mouth mm, yeah it's a draw the Silver Sands will be going for the Silver 
which is technically second, I guess, which would mean Nairn County have won. Um, I'm trying to incorporate as many sports as I can here just to get out of uh, the fact that I don't know what I'm talking about. Lossy Mouth and Nairn County to draw. Ian, I won't take it personally if you never ask me again. Thank you very much, and I hope to see you soon, buddy. Well, all the best to Gary. Looking forward to seeing if his predictions come true this weekend. Well, before we go, let's take a look at the fixture list this weekend. Hopefully, no weather affects the card this weekend. Brora are at home to Tariff. Brecon City, as we spoke with Andy Kirk, head for Clacknacudden. Dean Ballard and his Devon Vale side are away to for Martin. Keith take on Fort William at Kynock Park. Fraserburgh at home to Rothis. That's an interesting tie at the Bellsley this weekend. Huntley welcome Forest Mechanics. Nairn County travel to Lossiemouth. Bucky Thistle are away to Strathsby Thistle. And Wick Academy take on Inverurie Locos. That's it from us here on the HFL Show. Enjoy your weekend wherever the football takes you.